A woman with hollow eyes. Welcome to A Woman with Hollow Eyes. This is the dramatic actual play by the One Shot RPG Network that you, lots of you anyway, have made happen. Thank you so much. We're really excited to give you our first legitimate, honest-to-gods session of A Woman with Hollow Eyes. Uh, we hope you've joined us for development mode sessions and everything, but in case you haven't, we would love to introduce you to our cast of characters. All right, why don't we start with James? I am James D'Amato, and I am playing Calvin Weaver. Kelvin is somebody who's brand new to actuality, which is the real world, or the actual world. Uh, the world that we live in is a lie called Shadow, and Kelvin was recently pulled, literally kicking and screaming from Shadow, to the actuality, which is this very surreal, bizarre world full of people that aren't quite people, and magic, and mysteries, and he is already in way over his head. Um, Kelvin is a weaver, which is something that he's recently discovered, which is a type of spellcaster that pulls themes from major pieces of material of the world and weaves them together into spells. And Kelvin is coming to grips with this new reality that he's been forced into and uh, just, you know, making his new life in this weird place. Lovely. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Kat Cool. And I am playing Kitty Hart. Kitty Hart uh, grew up in actuality and then got shunted over to Shadow, which you all live in. Spent a good deal of time there and then recently wound up back in actuality and is dealing with some family problems, let's just say. Kitty Hart, bit of a pill, bit of a flim flam girl. I feel like that's about that's what a, we need on her. Oh, other, she's um, a goetic, which is a summoner to this realm. Is that it? Have I got it? That's yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. And why don't we go? Uh, I'm Alan Linick. I am playing Wayne, who is a kind of noir-style character who is seeking to unravel a mystery of a person who has been kind of surgically removed from his memory, as best as he can tell, and uh, is hoping that the only two people left that he can trust will help him unravel some of that messy, tangly mystery yarn. Wayne is a maker, which is a kind of magic user who uses their power to enchant and create items. I've been calling myself a gadget man. Uh, I don't know how accurate that is. That just, just think of him as Mr. Gadget. Mr. This, in, I'm kind of like, and Please, since Mr. I'm a gadget private eye, <laughs> since I'm like a private eye, you could even call me Inspector Gadget yeah. if you really wanted <laughs> For to. For sure. So. That's uh, that's the deal. That's lovely. And I'm your Game Master, Darcy Ross. Yay. Uh, yay, thank you so much for joining us. So we're going to open. Do you want to tell what happened when we last saw Kitty Heart? Oh, when we last saw Kitty Heart. Because there was sort of a big deal. Yeah. There were two big deals, so if we could briefly catch everyone up to speed. Kitty Heart decided when she woke up last session that she was going to try to get her family to let her move back into the main estate. She's been living above her family's bar, which isn't nice. And the main reason they haven't let her move back into the familial home is because she has all of these very obvious debts, which happens when you're not a great goetic. So she decided to go and deal with this very obvious one that belonged to this demon called the Hunger. And there was this like party in town where the hunger was going to be, so she went to try to deal with that. Along the way, ran into this gentleman. Mm -hmm. um, literally ran in. Literally, yes. I had some part in that. 
smacked into him. In the sound hole, which mm-hmm. is very awkward and silent. That sound hole. A menace. It's been getting worse. And we showed up at this party, ran into the hunger, I confronted the hunger. He had transferred my debt, mm-hmm. just transferred it out of his possession to someone else's. And I realized that that debt had come into the possession of... The original Kitty Hart. Yeah. Your relative, who'd been long dead. Long dead. That's sort of where we closed off from mm-hmm. you. And then Wayne mm-hmm. had a realization of his own. Yes. Wayne, while doing some digging, has realized that there might be some information key to this mystery of his that can only be accessed through dreams. And as a result, has been trying to find a way to get to the blue sun, Mm -hmm. which is the one that where all dreams are born and housed, and has met a giant centipede creature. Who gentleman. gave me, yeah, truly a gentleman, gave me real Alice in Wonderland vibes, but has given me at least an opportunity to pursue travel to the Blue Sun, which is kind of a big old deal. Perfect. So that's where Wayne is at right now. All right. Before we open in on the first scene with these fabulous folks, we want to talk about the bit scheme. In case you wanted to help us construct this narrative, we're going to test out a few little schemes today. So for 300 bits, we're going to be placing Sooth deck cards on this Path of Suns, and it influences the way magic works, and it influences all sorts of things. And you can force me to draw a new Sooth deck card, um, especially if the Sooth deck card is doing bad things to these guys. You may want to help them. You or may wanna... too good to us. Or too good. It's very True. So that's for 300 bits, and for 100, you can add one to their venture. So if they're trying something really hard and you want to help them succeed, you can donate 100 bits and tell us who it's for. And then uh, we will point out the maximum that we yes. can change things is just one space for that. So it's sort of a whoever's quickest on the draw yep. gets it on that. Exactly. And for subs, new subs, like uh, you can grant a Sortilage die, they get to roll two dice for something. It, it's magic helping them. And so that's for new subs, which I think Rourke newly subbed. So Rourke, tell us who you want to give that sort of legend eye to. Yeah, so uh, keep us informed and let's open on these lovely people. So you two are together talking about whatever it is you two talk about. Are you at your <laughs> family's bar or um, where is it you sort of go to sort of process and think about your next move? Uh, is this immediately after that last I night? I think it or? might be like the next day or it could be immediately okay. after if you think you would. Sure, I think it's the next day uh-huh. and I am not permitted time off. So I'm currently cleaning starling poop off of the awning, and Calvin is walking along under me uh, as I scrub. It takes a lot of water, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, quite a lot. Quite a lot of water. (laughs) And the hose keeps getting caught. And he very helpfully Mm -hmm. attempts... He's trying to be helpful. Yeah. Calvin is right now prattling on about starlings and stars and how cool it is that you get to live in a neighborhood where the stars just hang out during the day. That's amazing. And Kitty keeps trying to refocus back (laughs) on this problem of this ghost and the, the steps that they're going to need to take to deal with the problem, which are like, Finding out the level of the ghost. Yeah. Seeing if anywhere in my family's records we have the true name of the right. original Kitty Heart. These steps that a goetic would take to deal with yep. an entity like this. Excellent. And as you're having this chat, you see that rain cloud that seems to latch on to people who are feeling certain emotions and follow them around this whole district. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's you see it like peeking uh, over the top of buildings because it's like high up enough. The cloud is making a beeline through the alleyways towards where you're cleaning at. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> 
<laughs> As it rounds the corner, you can see it's just dumping rain on Wayne, and he's just sopping wet. Like everything's like does he have a hat soaking. Or is he just, no, it's just just rain. Over. Just rain. He's got his maker's glasses on that have like a couple of different mm -hmm. lenses that come on and off. Everything's just soaked. And he's just kind of like grumbling to himself as he like comes around the corner. And he looks up and sees you scrubbing. And he just says, hey. Sir, uh, 10% off inside. If you want to go inside the bar, here's a 10% off coupon. Oh my God. Calvin? Wayne? What? Wayne, get the, Wayne? What are you doing here? I mean, I, I would almost ask you the same question, Calvin? but. Calvin, get him inside. Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, we're we're gonna go inside. We're gonna go inside real yeah, quick. Yeah, I'd, I'd like that. Calvin hurries behind Wayne and just sort of like ushers him in the door. Mm -hmm, which uh, means we go inside. That the cloud gets stuck outside, yep. and all the patrons are trapped inside of the bar. <laughs> this is your really your only time off. Yes. Is, this is sort of what gives you your break. Is if you can make this happen. Yes. Because <laughs> it's also got to be dealing with some of the starling poop too. Yes. A good thing was accomplished. Excellent. So you go into the bar. What, what does it look like when you first enter? Is this the casino part? Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's a really nice bar. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's very like cheersy. Yeah. Um, Neighborhood. It, yeah. It's all like wood and the air is always dusty. No matter what's going on outside, it always has like a warm golden light quality. Ooh. What time of day is it? No, it's morning. Mm -hmm. um, so there aren't too many people gambling or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, most everyone is. Well, if it's morning, the starlings are starting to like come back down to roost. And fighting me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like um, diving at you now. Uh, I'm getting swooped. <laughs> um, so people are like eating breakfast okay. and, and stuff. Uh, and Moxie's there sort of taking a wet rag and polishing nicely, just giving that long wooden bar a great sheen. Moxie is the Muppet bartender of this bar. Yeah. All right, so you slide into a booth or where do you take him? Very casually, I don't know if this is the sort of place where you have to be seated. I had not bothered to pay attention to that. I just like slide uh, Wayne and I into like an open table like, oh my God. Uh, it shouldn't surprise me that you're here because uh, when I was getting pulled from the real world, from whatever. The uh, shadow. The shadow. When I was getting pulled from the shadow, you were on the phone talking to a customer. No, I was here. Oh, I, I I know, but I, I don't, magic or visions or something like that. But Are you invisible? Yeah. You. Yeah. 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 I just had that explained to me very recently. I am a weaver. You're a weaver. Yes. Yes, I, I, I take like different parts of reality and I mush them together. I don't quite have that part figured out yet, but I am a weaver. I have been assured uh, very much that I am a weaver by, by the head of my guild and he is just a super kind fellow. And yeah, I was afraid that you would be an octopus or something. No, no. Everyone here is like some sort of octopus or factory. Uh, uh. Smokestack, I don't know. It's very confusing. So you... You, you have never been to the actuality before. Well, I was told by the head of my guild that I have, and I went into shadow, and now I'm out of shadow. But I do not remember anything about this place. And, like, I had to rent a new place to live because I don't know if I live anywhere, and I guess, like, I need to start finding a job, even though I'm in the Weaver's Guild. I don't know if that pays money. Is there money here? Um, Marimba, one of the other employees of this bar, sort of pulls you aside, um, Sir Shift, and asks you, have you seen the angel? They're always in here by this time. Ah, 
You see a couple worried looks of the few people on call right now? No. All right. Well, let me know. You know. Sure. I, ha yeah. I have his table today. Cool. Uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> she, um, like, ducks under a thing and she gets swooped one last time. And, uh... <laughs> and cleans some of the brilliance off of her shoes. Yeah. And comes into the back of the bar and notices that they're in a section where they should not be seated and starts making her way to these two. Oh, it's Kitty! Kitty, come yeah, here! Wait, wait, wait. How do you know Kitty? Well, I just ran into her. But she also seems very familiar, and I'm pretty sure that I knew her or saw her in Shadow or something like that. But she's the nicest. Like, you're gonna love her. I know, I know her already. Oh, that's great! Kitty! Wayne! Hey. This is Wayne! Your friend! Everybody's friends! Wayne! Hey. 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 <laughs> uh huh. Hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's... I'd hug you, but I'm all wet. Yeah, and I, well, yeah. I mean, and also you're yeah, covered in, yeah. in radiant Star light. Blue. Yes. Yeah. Great. Uh, I'm so happy. <laughs> How long have you been out of uh, the real world? Out of shadow? Out of that's, shadow? That's, that's not the real world. I mean... I know it felt real, but it just is not. It just feels like so many dreams. <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a section we shouldn't be seated in. Oh, God. That's okay. Is it? Because that means no one else is going to come over here, right? Wayne, this is my job. Well, fair. Have you seen Wayne since coming back to actuality? No. So your childhood friends from before the war, mm -hmm. and now you look like you're this beautiful crystalline sort of red. Yeah, I'm a glass trans person. What glass. do you look like now? Uh, I just look like a beat up. Like a grown up version of Wayne. Yeah, I look like Big Wayne. Oh, wow. Yeah. I look like Kitty Hart, but I'm like made of glass now and have like molten hair. Mm -hmm. Instead of like my red hair as a kid. <laughs> can I get us a drink? We can just go to the bar. Um, can I get us a drink? Sure. Okay. I'll be right back. Uh, and I get up and I mosey over towards the bar. How the heck do you know Wayne? I knew Wayne in Shadow. He was a co worker. We used to work at a call center together. Call center? Do you know what a call center is? I know what a call okay. center is. I don't know. There are a lot of people who have been snakes for like 300 years. I met a guy yesterday. Snake, 300 years. Okay, it's weird that you know Wayne. Wayne and I used to be like friends when we were like little kids and stuff. That's great! Why is that great? How is that anything but great? You used to be friends as kids and now you're here together. Uh, sure, okay. It's weird. It's weird, Calvin, you're... that you know both of us. That's weird. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, I'm going to introduce a GM shift, and I'm going to award one despair Ooh. to uh, my friend here. Yay! I feel so it. I when feel you, despairing. When you, you do. When you go up to get the drinks, your senses of, I won't say paranoia, your hyper-awareness and your, your keen sense of when things aren't right really starts to flare up. What happens? What do you see or what do you feel? Or is it totally not attributable to anything? But you have the need to get the three of you out of there. You want to yeah. get your point across, but you need to go somewhere else. I'm just like looking around this area. I have been trying to shake off like how bizarre and uncomfortable this coincidence is yeah. since it started happening. And I'm just hitting a point now, like as I walk up towards the bar, Moxie like looks up and we make eye contact and I'm 
just like, mm, and I just read something very small in that Muppety yeah. face, and then <laughs> big, and like I just bobbly like, his eyes are deep, you know. I just like walk subtly, shift direction, and just walk right past the bar and towards the restrooms? Question sure. mark. Mm -hmm. Where I stand for like a second, and I take a deep breath. And then I turn around and beeline right back to the table. And I don't even sit back down. I just am standing over the table. And I just like, let's go. What's the matter? You're coming too quiet. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Calvin gets up and like just Calvin follows Calvin looks them. too excited about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have two people slinking. And Calvin, I mean, it's also probably the first time I've been in this bar. I'm seeing a lot of interesting people like over at very elaborate gambling tables, probably playing games that make no earthly sense. Mm -hmm. They're like games with like orbs of cards that people are shifting around. Yeah, and the currency people use are crystal and glass orbs, and so you see them pulling these strange currencies out, and there's, of course, even stranger currencies here because the really high rollers use mage coins. So you're seeing a whole lot of things for the first time. It's like a whole casino full of David Blaine. <laughs> so you find yourselves in the alley or something? Yeah, where are we headed? I want to take them somewhere where it feels like there are no, there's nobody around. So, I want to take them to my house, yeah, ideally. Yeah, house is great. Yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's get to your house. Would Wayne, you want to feel like the shortcuts there? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Hey, cool. Calvin, um, you ever seen the inside of a sphere house? No. Do you want to? Yes. All right, let's go. You 100% know how to motivate Calvin yeah. <laughs> from, from Shadow. Excellent. Uh, so we show up at my house. I close the door, and I peek through the blinders. Blind. Your neighbor, who is a <laughs> private eye with a ghost <laughs> partner or yeah. friend, uh, um, sort of waves at the bunch of you um, <laughs> as you enter. <laughs> Excellent. So what does your house look like? So the whole house is a sphere and it's so got it's, some rooms inside? It's a sphere on the outside and on the inside, but all of the furniture and stuff wraps right. all the way around it. So you can walk up the side of the sphere and it's basically got like an internal gravity that sticks everything So the windows, the blinds are really on the floor. Right. So you peek through the floor and then... I need you guys to come on a trip with me. Actually... I really need you to come on a trip with me. I'm really glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you. Wayne. I'm going to the Blue Sun. Oh, oh, oh. I'm oh, having a problem. There are more suns? It's wonderful that you're here, Calvin. It's Thank really, you. really great. I'm, I'm having a problem right now with a, a debt with my family. The original Kitty Heart has a large portion of my go-edit debt, and I need to solve that. A ghost. So um, I'm trying to figure out what level she is, you know, as a summoned spirit situation. Right. So I could use help with that. I will absolutely. I see your problem. I see what's going on now. You do? Well, no. I see that you are having a big problem, and I'm having a big problem, and it is very odd that we have found each other. Yes, and that we have another person. Right? Who knows us both. Guys, gonna be honest, I've got nothing to do, except I was told by Liberté that I had to figure out how my powers worked, and this sounds like a great opportunity to do that. Great, right? let's settle your debt. Um, I'm drawing the first Sooth card of the night, Weeping Priest. It is an apprentice card, and if you give me a minute, I'll know what that means, even. It's pretty great. So. Uh, you all have hearts, so empath, stoic, uh, gallant, ardent, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that. And so this is actually enhancing the notions family. Can I get you guys a coffee or something? <laughs> I would love a coffee. Just a regular, like, shadow coffee? 
Is there other oh, kinds yeah. of... There's lots of oh, there's, there's lots. Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Okay. Thanks. Uh, actually, I there make... are hangovers here? Did you not? You were drinking a lot last night. No, I figured it didn't matter. It's magic. Kellen, what are you? I don't know what he is. <laughs> I'm a weaver. Maybe he weaved it away. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel great. And you said you're in debt? Yeah. Did you not get what last night was about? I mean, I, I remember that we had to go to the party because you had to meet up with somebody. I did not know, I don't think I remember, that you're in a debt. There's debt here? Oh, gosh, Why? 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 There's magic. You can just make things. Yeah. Economies still exist. Just because there's magic doesn't mean that there isn't... How did you think things worked? You saw that there was money. I mean, I, I know that people just, like, vomit out jewels occasionally, yeah. Jewels aren't... It's different. People traded more than money. Why do you need to go to the blue sun? I think there might be some information I need trapped in a dream that I can't quite put the pieces together on. Cool. So I want to see it firsthand. Sure. What cool. sort? Why are you missing information? <clears throat> um, Wayne's doing the thing. Oh. What's the thing? Well, whenever you didn't want to say something, like, back in shadow. Yeah. You just... I did this. You made a face. He's going to lie. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You're going to lie. You're going to withhold truth. You know what? Despite you, I'm not going to do that. I take out my little blue ball and I start squeezing it. Um, <laughs> and I say, okay. <clears throat> I think I've had something removed. I feel comfortable telling you that because yeah. we're yeah, us. Of and you couldn't have possibly been here when it happened. So Probably there's no not. way you were involved. Someone took a memory from me. Oh. A lot of them. That's horrible. Maybe, maybe. And maybe a person. A person? And like maybe, a kidnapping? Maybe. Are there police? Mm. There are debts, but no police? There's the thaw, but they don't tend to step in on minor disputes like this. That's more like you've done something against the city. And they're notoriously, yeah. Yeah. So I hand you a, <laughs> a thing. It's, it's like a tube of smoke that's designed to be popped and inhaled. Mm-hmm. And I give Calvin an anti-coffee. <laughs> so he'll take a sip of it and like immediately sort of mellow out. Oh. Better? Yeah. Was that drugs? Yes. Whoa. What? Drugs? Do they do things fix, here? Fix the alcohol. Oh, 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 so like aspirin, sort of. I got it. Okay, I don't think you got it. Are you a square, Calvin? Is that a thing? A magic I, thing? I thought you were an artist. I mean, yes, I was an artist. Don't artists do drugs? I yeah, but that a... was like a sniff drug. Yeah. That... You're shockingly similar to the shadow version of you. I am the shadow version of me. I was just in shadow. How could it be different? That was never you. You were just hiding in that. Or I hid in that, and I back, and I was the same. Fair. So all of you have hearts, and you have associated families, so I have them up now. So this is actually the apprentice. It is going to be a minus one to all of your actions. Great. It's part of your heart. Meanings are about betrayal and things like that. Very, very lovely things. So things are looking pretty dire for you. You've brought these people to your home. You were given a medallion 
from the being in that place you went to and along with the knowledge that you would need companions to get to the blue sun. Mm -hmm. So do you want to maybe make a roll for me to see if you've like looked into what that medallion does? Yeah, I'm sure I tried to like reverse engineer it. Oh, certainly. Um, Yes. So I don't know, probably. Wow, five subs. Five subs. Have you guys been, I don't think they've been allocating them as far as I could tell. I was waiting. Okay, I'm going to just start distributing them. So Calvin got one for sure. Mm-hmm. And then one. there were four more, so let's give Joe, do you need a pencil? two and two. Cool. Two and two? Thank you. So those yeah. go So those will go in your sortilage. Yeah, which is really powerful, so nicely Thank you. done. It's five actually on top of that one. Oh, really? Oh. And Ka- uh, then Calvin gets another one. Nicely Ooh, done. Okay, so let's make some freaking rolls. So I'm rolling on probably intellect here, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's going to be an intellect-based action if you want to try harder at it. I'm not going to tell you the level. But what I will say is that your skill in identifying strange materials from being a maker is definitely going to apply. Great. So what you're going to say to me when you sort of look at all your stuff and figure out which spells you're casting, you're going to tell me your venture. And that's what you're applying to the difficulty. So your venture is two if you're spending one of the intellect. Great. Uh, Then I will. Okay. Cool. Um, Do you also want to spend a Sortilage die since you've got those? Uh, Did you use magic to sort of figure out the little... Did you Probably. investigate it with magic? Yeah, I imagine that I did. Cool. You throw a sort of ledge die in there. So now what happens? So I now roll you roll this. those two. I got a six and a one. Mm-hmm. A six and a one. Okay. So your six will just make it. Oh, sweet. So what you learned about this medallion we is... We just got a call for a new card. Ooh, yay. Oh, Ooh. that's very nice. And that's actually good because you wouldn't have gotten it with that minus one, which I had forgotten to apply. Thank you. Oh, that is very helpful. I would also Thank like you. to know how the rolls work. Oh, awesome. And so the hundred is... To lower the... Uh, to lower the venture. Cool. So you, so you do really well. Um, and the new card is Hunter. It is in the Notions family. So that yeah, is so going to enhance Calvin. So Calvin. Thank you. Yeah, very good. So that is an adept. Oh, cat. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> no, not me. Super cool. So it's going to bring us back to the weeping priest. <laughs> We've made a loop. Oh, oh wow. no. All right. All but right. that but lowering the difficulty probably made him just barely make it, right? Exactly. So you still lowered the difficulty and so you got it. Good work. So what you learned about this medallion, do you like break things open when you when you try to figure them out? Do you sort of just send little currents of magic in? How do you tinker? And yeah. You got these cool goggles, right? Yeah, I think they they let me like on an x-ray level or yeah. like kind of like how the predator can switch. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can sort of do that and try to like chart different energies that are coming off of mm-hmm. it and try to figure out what things like that would do. Mm-hmm. I imagine I also put it in between two of those little electrical forceps and like yeah. zap it with different juices to nice. see what happens. Lovely. But I'm not trying to break it apart. I think I'd be afraid that if I took it apart, I wouldn't be able to rebuild it. Excellent. So when you were able to get just, you tuned these different currents of sort of etheric energy, you kind of saw glowing out at you. Even though it's, it's really smooth and polished on the outside, there was a symbol inside. Um, and it wasn't immediately obvious to you what it was, and you've been looking around for it, but you'd have to do some more research to figure out what that symbol is. There's some other things you've seen that make you think it's kind of like a cartouche or some other kind of identifier, like this is maybe the name of a person or some identifying marker like that. Great. Then I'd probably show that to you, since I'm explaining okay. why I need to go to the blue sun. I'd say, have you ever seen this symbol before? Uh, no, but... Let me do a thing. Uh, I'm going to use Clarity Brings Understanding to All. 
You understand an object that you touch. You wow. know its level, its function, or purpose, and how to use it properly. If it is magical, you know the magical properties, including any side effects, and how to activate them. Well, damn. Okay, so this is the Amulet of Roll, the left-handed god. This is a person in another district called the Confederacy of Cloisters, and they're really well known for having this really cool library that all has to do with the Nightside Path. So the Path of Suns is the path through which magic flows and how there's this cycle of magic going from you know the indigo sun where we are down to the next sun and so on. But it also weaves, you know, if we have this two-dimensional thing, it weaves back. So first, if you're going down the, the light side of the path, you go this way and then you go reverse on the night side. And the night side of the path is associated with people who tend to summon more demons. It has this aura of danger and more darkness to it than the other path, but you're probably pretty familiar with it since you've summoned demons, right? You've done yeah. deals with demons. So this is actually, you actually know a lot about that library, but the fact that it has that god's own symbol on it suggests that it's more than just the library card, that library. There's something important about its connection to roll. It's basically a big fancy key and if you can get into some kind of vault or other place where it will unlock a, a chamber cool. that is usually kept away from the riffraff. What's it called? The amulet of? Of Roll, R-H-O-L, the left-handed god. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you have yourself like a library key from a, from a, a dark side path, from a, from a, what? What does it open? Well, I, I don't know, but probably like a, a room in the library or like a maybe where, a restricted. Where'd you get thing? it? It's um, this is this you just got do, it at the library. This has to do with like this has to do with roll, you know, like the god roll. Yeah, yeah, the left-handed god. Yeah, it has to do with his domain just being left-handed. No, what, Calvin? I don't know. You called him the left-handed god, like that's that's a title. Thor is the god of thunder. He controls thunder. Right. But the god of what? Like, left hands? There's a lot to this place. There's a lot is all I'm saying. How'd you get it? Anyway, I think if you take this somewhere, it's going to let you in somewhere. Probably if you're missing information. I might have paid some prices in blood well, I mean, for this. sure, that happens. That, that's what happens to you. <laughs> and as you look, you see that, like, a lot of her is not there anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, then maybe it'll just take you to the blue sun, right? That's where you need to go. Probably not. I mean, that'd be ideal. I mean, it's probably a little more specific than that. Okay. <sighs> um, Another thing you would know about the library, because you're a Goetic, is that it's actually one of the more well-guarded libraries even to begin with, and sure. you can't actually enter. It's guarded by a magic mist. You can't actually enter without the right key. You're not sure if this thing will actually gain you entrance. It, um, right. it, it might over supersede the sort of barrier, but you will definitely be accosted by the guardians of the library once you get in there. So this I don't know great. if there's anything you want to look into. And, and further, something that you would know, Kitty, for sure, is that like the Blue Sun for sure has information on the original Kitty Heart. So there are dreams of the original Kitty Heart, either of them or by them, which might be really insightful. Even ghosts dream, and further dreams from when they were alive. And Calvin, I don't know that this is something you would have picked up, but something you would know for Calvin is that, uh, both of you, that if Calvin thinks that he's had a life before this, there might be remnants of that in the Blue Sun if you were trying to find out more about your past. I definitely don't know that. You definitely don't. But you're excited because a new sun. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to need to, like, get into the library in the first place, which is difficult. Right. I think this is to something in the library. Um, I mean, I could I could use being in there. That's going to be helpful to my thing. Okay. Um, okay. So, so you're in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm going to change really fast because I'm still all wet. 
Great. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, cool. I walk up the side of the wall <laughs> until I'm like at like a two o'clock position <laughs> sure. from you guys, and I just start rummaging around in like an old armoire and pulling out clothes and sh- changing stuff around. Yep. You're a weaver? Yes. What can you do? What can't I do? What can you do? You, you want to see something right now? No. I want to see something right now. <laughs> you say as you walk back down. Just from my where I'm at. Oh, cool, like, cool. So Calvin, like, yeah. excitedly, okay, okay. Uh, he <laughs> breathes in and breathes out. And as he's breathing out, he wraps his hand around the air in sort of a very flowing, fluid motion. He grabs a string of grace from the air and then he takes out the smartphone that he still has (coughs) because it's what he used last time. And like it's on and the light projects from the screen there. And he's going to take from that the movement of the light of the thunder powering the phone. Mm. And he is going to (laughs) weave together Grace and movement. And that, I think, he takes that and he starts wrapping it around himself. And he's going to turn into a bunch of like Miyazaki style paper birds that just sort of like flow and flap about the room and the house, sort of disrupting things and whatnot, (laughs) because I also, for these spells, cannot include anything subtle, stealthy, or gentle. Um, cool. so. so there's a level of difficulty? Do you, oh, yes. Do you have an idea about what that might be? Um, so this is mostly for show, right? Yeah, this is mostly for show. Um, I don't think I'm doing anything like controlling a creature's mind. Uh, flight is level five. This <laughs> is... That's of a creature. That's you're, you're showing. Are you flying around? or? Uh, yeah, I've turned into a bunch of paper birds. Lovely. So because Punquility had drawn you a new card, it was the most worthwhile card draw. We drew the Revolutionary. It is the Sovereign of Secrets. So you get plus two, but everybody gets plus one on their next action. Oh, cool. so, and on one to help Kelvin. Oh my gosh, okay. Cool. So we already have lowered the difficulty. So we've, we already have two venture for you. Do you want to spend any... Um, so this is a level five task. Mm-hmm. Do you want to spend any Bene from your sorcery to try harder? For my sorcery? Hmm, what do I need to hit? Do I need to hit five? Five. Uh, now you only need to hit a three. Okay. Because your venture's two. Or you could blow I'll just, those I'll just, and I'll just roll it uh, yeah. because Calvin has no idea how hard the things That's he's doing are. Point. He just does them. Uh, and I roll a four. So. Okay. Just make it. Thank you, guys. Uh, awesome. So you fly. You do, like, sprout wings and... and you, so, no, I yeah. turn into hundreds of paper birds. Oh, lovely. Uh, yes, and they... Cool flow through this place like a strong, raucous wind. Things on shelves are rattling. (laughs) He's winding around the house, and then he stops gracefully in the position that he started in, and just like a rush of paper flaps around him and disappears as it touches the floor. A weaver! Okay, uh, well... I really liked it. My question was going to be, can you, like, turn us invisible or something? Yes, yes, yes. I was going to ask if you could do any quiet weaves. No. <laughs> really? Straight Not up no? Not at all. No. No. So all of the things that I have tried so far, because I was practicing in my apartment, and... You got an apartment? I got an apartment. You're off the street? I'm off the street. Where are you living? I'm living... Oh, God. It's above... It's My landlord's really nice. I'm living above this, like, sausage stand. It's just, like, this building. It's on my street. Don't worry about it. Anyway... 
I was doing weaves, like just practicing like different things. Sure. Uh, it just got raucous and loud, and my landlord knocked on the door, and he didn't say anything, but he looked pretty upset. Something huh. you would know is that you can summon or attempt to convince uh, various entities to help you with things. So, you know, even though he might be really overt, you can probably have a demon or an angel or a ghost you might be able to persuade to help sort of hide you or cool. assist if you're trying to be sneaky. To get us in all so that, stealthy style. Your summoning is very flexible too. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you want to do this? Yeah, alright, then I guess. Are you able to go now? Well, yeah, but um, where is it? That's a, do we know? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> we can just walk to where it is, like, here? Mm -hmm. Question mark? So you or guys are in Fartown, which is yeah. a neighborhood of sort of a district mm -hmm. of Saturday. Mm -hmm. It's sort of kind of a half world of its own because yeah. they wanted to isolate you horrible Vizlay who keep blowing stuff up yeah. away from the rest of the poor humans of Saturday and, and Elderbrin and things. So you would have to get out of Fartown and into this other district, the Confederacy of Cloisters. Okay. So one of those platforms that moves the rest of the world around you are pretty accessible. Cool. They cost a little bit, but uh, they're usually worth it. Yeah. Um, you could also try to convince one of your summonings to drag you there. They, sure, they can help sure, with sure. travel. Uh, well, yeah, since you pulled me off my shift and I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for that, I would prefer that we handle this today. Great. Calvin? I got nothing to do. This sounds great. Okay. Why don't we take the platform? Yeah, I think we should take the platform. You guys don't want to take a cab? Oh, that's right. Never take the cab. Did you take the cab? No, no, my landlord does. Wait, your landlord your takes landlord the cab? Your landlord takes the cab? Every single day. I explained this to you last night. I thought, no, you said that that sausage salesman. That's my landlord. He takes the cab every day. Every day. How? By hailing it. No, 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 this is not like a shadow cab, where you get in and it stinks and you pay the money and then you get out. It's not like that. Okay, well, every morning he will, after standing at the sausage stand for like an indeterminate amount of time, will like on his lunch, hail the cab, the cab stops, goes away, and then he comes back eventually. What's the reality of the cab for poor Calvin here? Calvin, the cab costs whatever you are able to pay. Which is what a cab Not should. money. Just whatever you are able. And it takes you where, where you, you need, need to, to go. go. You don't get in and tell it where to take you. There's no fair counter. Are you sure that's right? Positive. Are you sure you're right? Yes, I watch him do it all the time. Maybe you shouldn't be living there? I signed a lease. You said... Mm. It was very generous lease. It costs nothing, right? It costs nothing. Why does it cost nothing? I don't know. Calvin, don't sign things here. <laughs> Do you don't have a copy things. of the contract? Yeah, I've got a copy of my lease. It's back in my apartment. Okay, can we stop by Calvin's yeah, on the way? Yeah, let's stop by Calvin's apartment. I got to do a thing to get us... I mean, do you have enough money? I don't have a lot of money. Yeah, I got it. Okay, yeah, let's stop by Calvin's apartment, and then, yeah, let's go. So you uh, you hightail it to Calvin's apartment. How much does the platform cost? Um, it costs 30 crystal orbs each. Okay. Wow. It's a lot of money. Chimney Christmas. Um, it's specifically, like, it's the fastest way. There's slower ways, but it sounds like you guys want to yeah, get there go. as fast as possible. Um, I misvalued how much wealth I had. But I still got this. I, I still got it. I, I, I could I just weave is, us a... Um, sorry, it should be 30 for the three of you. Okay. That's, like, because a crystal orb is, like, $10. That would be way too much. That's a so. lot of money. I could just weave us, we could fly on the wind, probably. Loudly? I mean, yeah, but if we go up high, it's not going to be that loud. I don't 
Well, fair. I kind of like the time to review Calvin's contract. Yeah, well, you won't have time on the platform because oh, it's very quick. It's very quick. Um, but you could have time in this other district if you don't want to hang around his strangely free, <laughs> sausage-smelling apartment. No. <laughs> Scary. Spooky. And it's, like, furnished, isn't it? Or yeah, it's, it's furnished. It's very spare. It's, like, very dark wood construction. Looks very old. Are there and birds in it? Or are those mostly gone by now? So, birds? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Undergarments had been turning into birds for oh, a while. Oh, yes, no, my shadow clothing is birds and is terrorizing this neighborhood. And What's with you and birds? My clothing's birds. My clothing's birds. Is, well, his, wait, his can you only do bird weaves? No, 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 no. Okay. I can do non-bird weaves, but my clothing has been turning into birds. My shadow clothing. I got this from uh, Liberté, so... Do you need to borrow some clothes? Yes, absolutely. We'll do that later. Great. Excellent. So you, you pick up the contract. You're sort of reading it on the way to the lid. I, I really want to point out, when you are silent here, you think you can hear organ music. As soon as like you think to look for it, you can't, mm. but you do There's hear it when you're not. There's a saturation of organ yeah. music. Lots of Vizlay houses have quirks, but this one just adds to the unsettling nature of everything about poor Calvin's situation. Have you seen your landlord's place? Downstairs, no. I mean, I've seen like... The shop front, which he does not use, he uses that stand. I'm going to use cryptosthesia. Ooh! And I'm going to rub a circle onto the floor, and I just press my forehead down onto it, and I can see through the floor. Whoa! Um, I draw the next card, Ghostly Presence. It is enhancing mysteries, which none of you are, so you're okay. But it's a creepy ghost thing. Makes sense. Yeah, so this is an incantation you're casting, or is it a spell? Uh, it is a spell, and it costs both of my sorcery points. Okay, all right. So, can I see it? Yeah. Just so I see. Yeah. So I see through it as if I'm directly on the other side of it. And are you, which wall are you doing this to? You live above him, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to bird's eye it through okay. the floor. Is it that... has, yeah, it's good. So does it give you a plus one die? Yes, it uh, does. Yes, it does. Um, so it's not very difficult, but this place is very gently sort of standard magically warded for prying jerk Visley like yourself. Great. So you get a venture of two because of the spell, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a level four difficulty. So, so just roll them. So you get an extra die because of your Sweet. spell. And so you want to hit a two or higher because everything. Which I do. Oh my gosh, two nines. A nine and a Dang. nine. Dang, okay, Dang. so you do great. So, and, uh, and then, so at, when I so look like, through this floor, I'm going to start, like, keeping my forehead pressed to the floor. I'm going to scooch around, <laughs> if possible, so I can kind of, like, see the whole that. thing. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, someone wants a new card. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Wasn't exciting enough. <laughs> Let's see. What are you? The alchemist, an adept, so it's going to help you guys out. And it is of secrets, which is... That's me. That's Wayne. So plus two to Wayne. Hooray. Okay, cool. So I'm not going to call for any more rolls. You see a lot of stuff in this Daniel McPherson's house, right? And so he's sort of got the house in the back, like his own living quarters in the back and the storefront that's unused in front. Yeah. So what you see as you like a for rent sign in the storefront. Oh, excellent. The front store room looks exactly like it looked from the outside. It's not too interesting. It's really dusty in there. But as you move back to those other rooms, you're seeing things through a sort of fisheye view. It's as though the, the quarters below are larger than they should be. So mm-hmm. they're sort of more expanded in space than, than your top floor is. And so what you're seeing are just labyrinths of rooms, just rooms and rooms and rooms, really gorgeously, warmly lit 
like plush red sofas and you're just kind of getting flashes of them as you scan through what must be hundreds of rooms. You're not quite sure what that means and it's really hard to focus in on one because they're all on the edges. What are you looking for specifically? Are you trying to... I'm just looking. Is there anything that indicates either that this person is maybe not human or of like a particular like power level or affiliation. Mm. Yeah. I guess if I could find like, what are they a maker? Are they, what are they? Yeah. Um, or do they have any like factional associations, okay, cool. stuff like that? Yeah, the kinds of magic they use, things like that. Right. So one thing you find as you're, as you're casting through here, you, you find a whole bunch of rooms that look like they should be for hosting, but you've never seen anyone go in here except Daniel McPherson. You see uh, kind of like what seems to be like a couple of guest bedrooms, like a little guest suite, and there's discarded evening gowns and like men's clothing that you've never seen him wear. Yeah. It looks like this is this mansion after a party, right? Where a bunch of people have passed out and um, you know, it's the morning. And so, so that's all very curious. And then you start getting into what seems to be like a, a large kitchen area and there's a whole row, seven really stock still, what seem to be um, three demons and four angels. Mm -hmm. They look like very characteristic demons and angels. A lot of times it's hard to tell what's what, but the three demons are, they're sort of a squat one, and there's ones with these big tusks that are sort of all red, and they, they look like textbook red, you know, red sun demons that you get taught about early on as a Vizlay. And the four angels are, there's one that's big, big fluffy wings. There's one that's uh, all metallic, and it doesn't even look that much humanoid. It looks more like a vaguely human shape like sort of almost stick figure-like, and then lots of weird bars, metal bars that seem to be forming its wings. And then there's two more angels, but what's really creeping you out is how still and almost frozen they seem. Even when you conjure beings or, or agree, make an agreement with them, they still move of their own volition. Mm -hmm. um, these seem totally frozen. So uh, that's I back unsettling. Out. I back out. And it's in this sort of disused kitchen. It's almost like the sense you got because you rolled really well is that his personal quarters, like where his most sacred spaces, you can't get at just by viewing below here. Got it. You'd have it's either deeper down or somehow otherwise warded. Seems pretty ordinary. <laughs> Delightful. Here's the lease, and the lease just says you live here. <laughs> is that literally what it says on the paper? Yes. Oh, wow. One signature Calvin, one Calvin, signature no. Daniel McPherson. Calvin, no! This could be interpreted so many horrible this ways. This is terrible! I don't think it's that bad. Calvin, it's, this is terrible! I don't have to pay anything. You live here. You live here, Calvin? Yes! I That's do! That's so dire. I'm down the street from my my, my guild, and and I, I've got Librete, like, right around the corner from here. And his office is close by, and so close to transit. I imagine when I make some jewels, is I'll be able to- Is this your full name? Did you sign your full name here? Well, I, I mean, sort of like a chicken scratch, Calvin. I don't even know if that's my name, though. We will handle this another day, and we will find a way out of this, because this is bad. Never do this again. Never, never do this again. Don't sign anything. Never, never again. Just don't sign anything. Don't Talk sign to us before anything. you sign anything. Okay. Talk to Kitty before you sign anything. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. Whew. I kind of feel like it's a good deal still, but whatever. So you head out and you find yourselves, you pay the exorbitant fee for the quick way over and you sort of stand on this platform. There's a lot of people in business suits and some people shopping, but this platform takes people all over Saturine. So if you see people going to all these different districts, but you get off at the Confederacy of Cloisters. So this used to be just a nickname, but it became the official name of the district just before the war. 
and it's got residential and commercial areas, but it's really notable for having a ton of temples and monasteries. It's really a place where a lot of old small G gods mm. have places of worship or libraries like you guys are finding. It's quiet and it's known for gentle winds blowing through whispering willows and robed figures walking silently across cobblestones. Ooh. And I think we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna jump into your experience in the Confederacy of Cloisters. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. All right. See you all soon. Thank you. Big robots, that's it. Mm -hmm.